I am pretty sure you have seen by now that Instagram has created a new app called Threads. And at the time of recording this, it's literally maybe like five or six days after Threads has launched. And probably when I have shared this episode, it is like a week or so later. And it's gone nuts. It's gone absolutely crazy with it. And it really got me thinking, how do you know how many platforms to be on with your business? And what platforms are right for you? And this is something that comes into place, comes into play, no matter whether you are at the beginning of your business or you are further on in your business and you're scaling to those new heights and you're thinking, do you know what? I'm at the stage now where I'm like, yeah, visibility is one of my core focuses because I've got the foundations in place. I know how to show up. I know how to sell. I've already got a load of content there. So, you know, let's get more and more visible and get more clients and I can scale my business. So this conversation is so key, no matter where you're at in your business. And I have, (laughs) I don't know whether it's a good or a bad thing, but experience in a lot of platforms. So I can really share this conversation from experience, from living, trying and testing different platforms, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't, realizing that actually I have just completely overloaded myself by trying out too many platforms. Because a few years ago, uh, probably like two years ago now, in my sewing retreat business, I'd got to the point where my Instagram was um, like pretty good in terms of like follower number. I had a blog, I already had a Pinterest. And I was like, okay, wouldn't it be great if I now had a YouTube? What about a TikTok too? But I actually didn't do the TikTok, thank God, because it would have just been too much. But I did do a YouTube as well. So it was like, we were with the help of my VA behind the scenes, We were sharing reels, stories, um, blogs, emails, Pinterests, pins on Pinterest, sorry, and YouTubes and probably more things I can't remember. But we had a full on giant spreadsheet strategy for all of this. And it worked so, so well. Like I knew what I was doing. Maybe I knew what she was doing. And it worked like a dream. But then I realized I just wasn't enjoying it. It just felt like I was on this hamster wheel churning out content, like churning out content constantly, constantly, constantly. And like, yes, the feedback was amazing, but it just felt too much. And I couldn't cope with the amount of content I needed to create, even though a lot of that content was repurposed, even though my VA was supporting me. I just couldn't keep up. So this really is a conversation that I have you know, full on lived in all different kinds of ways. (laughs) So how do you know how many platforms to be on? What I really recommend is really just looking at where you are in your business. Because if you're at the beginning of your business, so you're just starting out, you're just starting to show up online and share your passion, and maybe you're sharing your first offer, I recommend focusing on one platform, maximum two, but one I would focus on. And if you really want to do another one, then go for it. You can repurpose things um, or you could do it as simply as possible, but I would only focus on one platform. And that is so that you're not just focusing on churning out content, but you're really focusing on the value of that content and refining that content, refining your way of talking, refining your messaging. 
And then later on, when you are scaling, so maybe you've got uh, one core offer or you've got a few core offers and you're like, okay, I know how to sell. I know how to show up. I know that I've refined my messaging. I know how to create content quickly and easily. Then that's when you may add another platform or another couple of platforms. But what I have found is the sweet spot is maximum like four platforms. And the platforms I have in the sewing retreat are Instagram, Pinterest, a blog and YouTube. But that might sound like a lot, but most of it is repurposed. Like a blog will turn into reels, it'll turn into a YouTube. Uh, The reel and the YouTube might be the exact same thing. I might also share that on Pinterest. So a lot of it is repurposed. And if you are at that point where you are scaling... This is where you really want to be considering if you've not already done so, getting support, getting someone there to be able to help you repurpose things. Because if there, it's just you, someone repurposing something, you don't need to be doing that. You need to be focusing on your area of genius, your zone of genius, which is serving your clients and showing up and selling, doing the things that only you can do. Anything else that someone else can do, that is why you want to be outsourcing it. And outsourcing it might not mean outsourcing it to a person. It might mean outsourcing it to some kind of automation thing. So for example, you can get Tailwind to schedule your pins for you. You can even do it on Pinterest now. And there's so many things out there which will then repurpose content for you. Especially now we're in the day and age of AI. I'm sure there's more and more things coming about every single day that can help us repurpose content really quickly, really easily. So we're spending time doing the things that only we can do. So like I say, if you're starting out on your business, focus on one platform, get really good at it. And then later on, if you're scaling and you're at that point of scaling, yes, we do want to be looking more and more at visibility because we want to be getting in front of more eyes. So that means you know, maybe being on another couple platforms, or maybe you're excited to be on another couple platforms, you're like, yep, cool, I know what I'm doing with this, I've got this rolling, I'm ready to be on another platform as well, and repurpose that content, or share some things that are slightly different in a different way. So that's the first piece to this conversation, really just considering like, how many platforms you're on, and honoring your energy. Honoring the energy you have so you're not burning out like I did, being like, oh my God, this is just too, too much. And I must say, at the stage where I was trying to be on every single platform in the world, I was at a very masculine, heavy energy stage in my business because I hadn't recognized at that point the thing I was really missing was the mindset part of business. So I was very much in the more I do, the more I work, the more I earn, the more sales, the more clients, all the things. But actually, I have learned so much having really worked on my emotional intelligence, taken time to do the inner work that I know where my cutoff is in terms of my energy, in terms of being able to do things in a sustainable way. Because when it's like you do things for a bit and then you stop, it's like, okay, this, it's like stop, 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 stop. Like it, it shares that message with our clients too. Like, is this business working? Is it not? Like, you know what? You go on a page and someone's not posted something for ages and ages. You're like, is she still running offers? Can I still jump inside her world? This is exactly what I want, but can I still work with this person? 
We don't want that kind of message. We want to share a sustainable business, create a sustainable business so that it's sustainable for us and for our clients coming into our world as well. Okay, so the second piece around this is how do you know what platforms to be on? So you're thinking, okay, so I want to be on one or two platforms. Like, how do you know which ones? Which ones are going to work for me? Like, how, how do you know? So there's a couple parts to this. The first part is to really think, what way do you like to work? So what I mean by that is, are you more of a words person? Are you more of a visual person? If so, if you're more of a words person, you're maybe going to be going on LinkedIn or Twitter or threads. If you're more of a visual person, you're more likely to be on Instagram or Pinterest or YouTube. So really consider like what ways of working work for you. Because if you're working in that way, you're going to attract soul clients who are going to be on those platforms anyway. I know so often we see online, it's like, make sure you're in the space where your soul client is. But actually, if you're working in a way that works for you and your way of sharing your passion, your soul clients who are going to love your way of working are going to be on that app too. They're going to be there as well. Like if they love words as well, they're going to be there as well. If they love, you know, being a more visual person, a visual learner, they're going to be more on the visual apps too. So for example, I'm more of a visual person. Like I love design, all things like that. I'm dyslexic. So for me, being on the visual apps is of course where I'm going to be. So I'm not going to be on Twitter. It doesn't excite me. I'm not going to be on LinkedIn because again, it doesn't really excite me. But Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube, yeah, those are my kind of places. Yes, I'm loving having a go with threads because I can share quick and easy to the point comments, but it's not, you know, a key focus area of an app for me. Maybe it will be in the future. And actually, through running my business, I have really fallen in love with words, which is something I never thought I would say. So it's actually a really nice space for me to experiment with this newfound love, experiment with trying out like different words and playing with things and how I can express myself through words that I'd never really found a space to enjoy that kind of process before. So really tapping into what is your way of working and then that will give you an idea as to what apps are the right spaces for you. Now the other thing to consider around this is how raw you want your content to be. So for example, if we compare TikTok and Instagram, generally TikTok the content on there is a lot more kind of raw, just like quick, easy, I'm in my car, my hair's messy, whatever, share, done. Whereas Instagram is a bit more, in general, not always, is more like finished. It's more thought of, it's more, you know, like design-led. And again, this is something to really consider. So for me, I love things to look more finished because I just love design and that is part of my business that I absolutely love doing. And then the last little piece to think about around this is to really consider the values of that platform as well. Does it speak to your values? So say for example with Twitter. Twitter right now 
lets you see everyone's content, no matter whether you're following them or not. And it doesn't really have that many filters in place currently to uh, stop people seeing stuff that maybe isn't appropriate for them. And for me, that value does not resonate with me. I am actually someone who avoids the news because that's a whole nother story. But (laughs) I basically avoid the news because I don't feel like it serves me, um, serves my energy. And it's, it's it's a money making business. And at the moment, that is kind of what Twitter is turned into. So this just not does not resonate with me. I like to have control over what I see and to surround myself with positivity, to surround myself with good energy. So on Instagram, I have control over that. I have a lot more control over that. Yes, I'm still being served ads, but these ads are related to me. On threads, they are really trying to make sure it is a positive, safe space as well. So that really resonates with me. On Pinterest, it's like it's not even a social media platform. It is a search engine. So it's not like you go on there and things vanish really, really quickly. And that really resonates with me for like a longer term game kind of platform, a marketing platform that's, you know, a lot more sustainable in the long run. So really just thinking like, what values do you have? And do they resonate with the platform you're on or the platform you desire to be on as well? And some platforms, like I was just saying, will be more of a long-term game. Some will be more of a shorter game, like something could go viral and you could get in front of loads of thousands of millions of people in a very short amount of time. But other platforms are more of a long game, like YouTube's more of a long game. Pinterest is more of a long game. Like Instagram is, in a way, a shorter game. But it also means your content can not have so much of an impact for so long. Having said that though, over on my sewing retreat account, people will literally binge my comment content and I will know this because I will see the comments and the likes from content that I posted years ago that they have scrolled down to and they're commenting on, they're liking on. So we can be told that, you know, your content's not going to work for you after X amount of time on Instagram, but that is not true. The evidence is there for me. It is not true. Your content, even if you've put something out two, three years ago, someone can scroll back that far. Someone can still see it. Obviously, your stories can't be seen after 24 hours unless you've saved them as highlights, but your feed can, your profile can, and those highlights can as well. I get comments from highlights I've posted a couple years ago as well. So really considering what is going to work for you, your way of working, your schedule of working, your beliefs as well in terms of like, you know, how you think of the world, what you want to be surrounded around in terms of energy. These are things to really consider when you're considering what platforms to be on. The last part to this conversation is to know that the only way you're really going to know if a platform resonates with you and if a way of using that platform as well resonates with you is to try it. Yes, you can look at what other people are doing. Yes, you can like watch a YouTube video on how it works and you know whether it's the right platform for you, all those kind of things. But the best way to see whether a platform is where you want to be is to try it, is to share some pieces of content on it, 
is to not be precious about being perfect and creating the perfect piece of content, but to play with it, to use it as like your gallery, to create a painting and then post it, to create another painting and then post it. Not literally creating a painting, but using it metaphorically to create a gallery, which is like little timestamps for you. And this is exactly how I'm using threads right now. I'm just experimenting. I'm just trying. I'm just seeing how I feel and just going with it. I'm not trying to copy other people out there. I'm not hawkeying everyone else and being like, oh my God, how are they using it? Should I use it like this? Would it be better if I did it like this? Like, oh my God, did I do it the wrong way? Did I post the wrong thing? No, I am finding my own way with it. And that's what I recommend doing with any platform you're on. Find the way that works for you. Find the consistency that works for you. For some people, that is sharing two two TikToks a day. For other people, that is sharing two TikToks a week or one TikTok a week. For other people, that's having pins running in the background and sharing that are pre-scheduled because you batch create it. For some people, that's creating content in the moment. So find a way that works for you. There are so many different ways you can use these different platforms. On Instagram, you could never share a carousel post or you could never share a reel and it wouldn't make a difference to the impact you have. Yes, we're told the algorithm this, that and the other, but actually the thing that is going to be most naturally magnetizing is you, your way of doing things. There is so much evidence out there that you don't have to do it in line with the algorithm. That when you're doing things in line with the algorithm, it's like you're jumping on a quick trend. It's like buying clothes that are in fashion right now, but not going to stand the test of time. So they're going to get chucked out later on. That's how I see jumping on the algorithm. So do it in a way that feels right for you. Experiment, play. Don't feel like it has to be perfect. It's an experiment for you. A chance for you to just enjoy the process. Like we're so often so busy stressing out, is this going to work? Is this going to get me sign-ups? Is this going to get me more soul clients? Is this going to go viral? Just enjoy the process. The byproduct is the results. When we enjoy the process, our energy is behind everything we're doing. We become naturally magnetizing and the results are the inevitable byproduct. And this is what I share inside all my offers with my one-to-one clients. I'm always saying your energy behind what you do changes the impact of what you do. You could be doing the same thing, but it's the energy behind it that creates the results that creates the enjoyment or the not enjoyment that means that you're doing things in a draining way or an energizing way for yourself. So tap into the way you are doing things. Tap into what lights you up. Really become self-honest in how you're working on these platforms, what platforms are working for you, what platforms aren't, whether you're trying to do too much, whether there's a way to outsource it and whether you need to be in all of these platforms or whether there's a way you can optimize how you're working. So many things to consider when it comes to platforms, but we are so lucky. We are in the day and age where we can market ourselves for free. 
Back in the day, you would have had to rent a shop or pay for advertising in the newspaper. We are so, so lucky. We can do all of that for free. Like, it's insane the opportunity we have at the fingertips of our phone. Like, absolutely insane. But allow yourself to get self-honest as to what's working for you and what's not working for you. All right, this was a super exciting conversation to have with you guys. If you have had any thoughts, any like inspiration, any ideas, or you have any questions from this episode, as always, drop into my DMs. I always love to hear from you. I love connecting with you guys. But until next time, have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world, and I will catch you in the next episode.